0: Welcome to the Multiply Your Success Podcast, where each week we help growth-minded entrepreneurs and franchise leaders take the next step in their expansion journey. I'm your host, Tom DuFour, CEO of Big Sky Franchise Team, and as we open the episode today, I'm wondering, have you ever started a business only to find out it didn't grow the way that you had hoped it, hoped for it to? Or maybe you had an idea to create change or real disruption in your market space or marketplace? but you weren't quite sure on how to do it or implement it. Well, our guest today, Mark Saluk, is the founder and CEO of Fluber, which is a private air taxi service that's priced and accessible to the public, not just the elite. And this is a really cool business model that he started. It was launched by combining his lifelong passion for aviation, coupled with his corporate experience from building and growing another company that he had started when he was just 20 years old, and grew and sold that company. And now he's disrupting the private air travel space, which is really, really cool. He, he shares his stories about his, some of how he came to where he is today and what his company is doing. So let's go ahead and jump right into my interview with Mark Saluk. I am with a venture called Fluber. That's F-L-E-W-B-E-R.
1: And I am the founder, chairman, and CEO of the company.
0: I've learned a little bit about your business model, a little bit about your background. And before we jump into Fluber and what Fluber is, I'd love for you to just give a little background on you and how you ended up coming here.
1: Well, I've uh, you know, i been in business for well over 25 years now and always have the entrepreneurial spirit, if you will. And, uh, you know, I guess what we'll cover a few things uh, with the questions and some of the questions that I anticipate you're going to ask. But uh, you know, I've always enjoyed a challenge, always enjoyed uh learning from uh you know my experiences and setting the bar high to uh achieve that the success that you know as an entrepreneur you uh you you set out to 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 achieve so that's uh in a nutshell what what I'm all about.
0: Okay, great. And give us a little background on Fluber. It's it's a cool sounding name. And tell us what you're doing. I love what you're what you're doing, and with the innovation and disruption, I think think you're onto here.
1: So we're we're essentially bringing what rideshare was to the terrestrial marketplace. We're bringing it to the aerial marketplace. We are simply building a marketplace. We are building an alternative to commercial aviation by connecting consumers and operators in, in with aviation in a way that it hasn't really been done before. You know, oftentimes you associate uh, private jets with, you know, those that are catering to the upper echelon of the marketplace. Well, we're, we're, we're changing that. We are building something that is going to be a hybrid and it's going to be specifically catering to the regional marketplace, right? So think about it. Uh, You know, I used to travel locally in in the Northeast New York marketplace, New York to to DC, often New York to Boston. And for a two hour meeting, it was a whole you know, let's take DC as an example. It was a whole day ordeal. I'd have to wake up for an 11 o'clock meeting. I'd have to wake up at five o'clock in the morning, get to the airport by eight, go through all those logistical nightmares that we all know very well about. And uh, again, we're trying to change that. We're trying to change the marketplace. Create a new marketplace and make it a lot easier and bring what, uh, what ride sharing was to the terrestrial marketplace and introduce it to the aerial marketplace in a very unique and exciting way.
0: So that's really, really neat. So, if I'm understanding this correctly, if I've got a, let's say, a business meeting, we're based in the Atlanta area and I want to get to uh, just take a regional one to Savannah. I've got a meeting in Savannah um, where it's close enough I could drive if I wanted to, but it'd be. Uh, a pretty long drive. Um, i could catch a flight but the nuisance of like you just described it's it's a short enough flight that is it really worth the hassle of going through uh, major airport security and the the waking up early and this that and the other so how would i work or what 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 does fluber offer that i'd be able to do in, in going through that scenario there? Well, part of the
1: marketplace for us was uh, leveraging technology. And what we've done is we've built a very um, advanced, if you will, um, application, a phone application that you can simply download and use to book a flight within a minute and a half. And essentially what it is, is it's con- it's connecting consumers to operators. So we have operators that join the marketplace. You enter your origination and your destination. And essentially, within a minute and a half, you're connected to an operator that will get you on that on your way. So you know, within two hours of your flight, you'll have the the, the flexibility to book, drive right up to the aircraft, and everything that you need will be there in order to get you back either that same day, or the next day. So we're we're built to be really flexible, really unique, uh, really different, and uh, I think it's something that's really hopefully going to catch on. Sooner rather than later.
0: Yeah. And when you describe when you say operator, is that's the is that the pilot or the owner of the aircraft that you'll be traveling with? How does that work? Do you have to be a pilot to, to uh fly this? How, how does that work?
1: Right. So in the world of aviation, you have two types of operations. One is what we all know as the airlines, what we call that is part 121 operators, right? So those are your typical American, Delta, United, and then you have your part 135 operators, which is an on-demand air taxi type operator, which are under the same strict compliances and and regulations as airlines. And so, you know, you can't just own an aircraft and decide one day that you want to fly a passenger. You have to be a, you know, a, a full compliant operator in order to have all the, um you know all the compliances in place and all the skill sets in place and all the the uh maintenance and safety procedures in place in order to fly passengers and so essentially we connect those um you know those operators within our marketplace and once you once you make that connection within the app you know that you're flying a you know a, a very safe um air carrier if you will.
0: Very, very neat. Very neat. And as uh, someone coming in, I'm just curious. Uh, I am not a customer at this point, um, probably will be in, in the very near future. Um, but uh, just, just curious in terms of of uh, how this works for is this going to have a similar type of a rating system you describe kind of the ride share or something like maybe a google reviews or yelp or something where you're uh, that you're rating an operator if you're a customer or and then the operator gets to rate you as a uh, as a guest and coming through how does how will that work
1: well we're we're you know our our platform is designed in a way where it's going to be dynamic in nature right so we're going to look to evolve and include all these type of different um features if you will and as we grow we're, we're obviously going to implement uh many you know a, a lot of these neat little features and review type uh you know uh really features and uh like i said we're 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 dynamic enough where we're going to be able to include these and 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 grow with our customer base and grow with our um, cons- customer demand consumer demand and even operator demands
0: very nice, and and tell me, I guess, a little bit here of what prompted the idea for this. I know we we talked a little bit about it, but was there kind of this light bulb moment that went off, or what? But what what happened?
1: Well, think about the ride sharing market terrestrially with a car, right? So before you have these ride sharing companies, you have these black cars lined up picking up the executives and folks that are, you know, the top one percent, if you will, right? And so, you know, in thinking about the business model, I kind of built a parallel to that and said, hey, this is similar to what's happening in the private, private jet space, right, in the private aviation space, that these jets are really associated with, you know, catering to that type of, of clientele. And so I said to myself, how can we build this in a way where we know people want to fly private? We know people are sick and tired of going through what they go through at the airports, especially these days with the pandemic. Every other day you're about to fight on a flight, right? So how do we create this model where it works? And so that's essentially when the light bulb went off and said, hey, we can leverage technology. We can leverage um you know, relationships, and we can put things in place that can really create a mar- a marketplace that will uh, bring a breath of fresh air to this industry. And so, you know, we talk about makes and misses and multipliers, you know, I think in business, you know, you have to always have your misses in order to identify what the real model is, you know, essentially, whenever you start a business, I would venture to say that it never ends up being exactly what you first envisioned it to be. Right. And so yeah. when we first started two years ago, it was essentially, you know, uh, you know, a, um, a try and trial, right. You have to trial what works, what doesn't, what, what's welcomed in the marketplace, what gets good reception, what doesn't. And those misses end up bringing you to what the makes are and ultimately what make, what made us today. And so we're, um, you know and it's and it's challenging along the way right so you've got to make sure that you take those challenges and and break those barriers and and you know off you know what i heard in the aviation industry is you know you're crazy you you're you're you're, you're nuts what you're trying to try here because the way to make a billionaire or is to get them into the aviation world well i said to myself look we're gonna, we're making some we're creating some really unique opportunities here we're creating a unique business model We're creating a a marketplace that I think is going to uh, bring a breath of fresh air into the industry. And so far, the reception has been, as we evolve and as we're um, adapting to this market, I think the reception is, and I know the reception has been ever so, you know, getting stronger and stronger and, and more promising.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, and and certainly it sounds like it's going to fill a market need and a market gap from from what you've described and and just even thinking about someone that that's operating an aircraft, uh, I would imagine there's plenty of time that aircraft is grounded. It's just it's just sitting uh somewhere in a hangar or runway or wherever it's it's sitting, it's parked and um this what you're doing sounds like it sh- certainly could provide an opportunity for for uh, greater use and then greater convenience for the for the passengers, for the, the customers that are coming through your through your system.
1: Well, not only the passenger, but also the operators, you know, you know, this industry historically has been seasonal in nature. So when you look at, you know, places that are, you know, that have good weather, those are where the aircraft thrive and where they operate typically. Um, and then you go to the airlines, which operate round the clock everywhere. Right. So there's got to be a hybrid somewhere there. And that's what the marketplace that we're trying to fill. Mm. And so we're bringing to the operators is a business that they can feel consistent with. So by way of example, here in the Northeast, when aircraft are not being utilized, guess what they do? They ship them down south so they can facilitate, you know, they can continue the the flow of, of cash in another marketplace in another area. And so we're 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 gonna build that consistent flow where they don't have to do that. Right. And I think this from an operator's perspective brings an opportunity that's really different from what's out there.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's brilliant. And and I like that it's focused regional and as you start to expand. So I guess in today's world, what's your general coverage area look like today? And where is this going? What's your vision for this?
1: Well, today we're in the Northeast, so we'll we'll facilitate flights in um, in the New York tri-state region within 500 nautical miles, and roughly by the end of Q1 2002, we'll be a nationwide uh, coverage. Wow! And, amazing. And our objective is to take this uh, this take this platform globally in 2022.
0: Fantastic! Fantastic. Well, well, Mark, I'd love to jump into. Uh, you kind of alluded to this a little uh, a moment ago, but I'd love to jump into our questions that we always like to ask every guest before they go. So your turn now, and I'd love for you to share. We start with a miss first that may have come along the way and something you've learned from it.
1: Well, you know, when I started my first business 20 years ago, I put together a business plan that, uh, that depicted selling a bunch of computers and, designing websites for companies and as i embarked on that business i realized more and more that you know the model that i'm working with here is really not not going to you know achieve what my objectives are and that's to build a scalable thriving business and so you know you have to learn how to adapt with the marketplace and you have to learn that you know you, you don't have to you have to you have to really be um ready to to pivot right and so that that opportunity that i had with the sale of computers really uh led me down to selling people connectivity because back in 1998 people are trying to connect to the internet faster and faster right so you have your dial-up service and then your your broadband service and i said to myself well hey hey wait, wait a second here i'm getting more requests on connectivity than I am on buying computers, how about I pivot and, and start looking at, you know, building an ISP or an internet service provider. And fast forward 25 years, we became one of the largest, uh, 20, 22 years, sorry, we became one of the largest uh, internet or managed service providers in the Northeast. And so, you know, you just have to learn to adapt in the marketplace. Most of the time it's, it's misses that you learn from, but that's one miss that I can, um, remember, and then obviously starting this new venture. You know, I started wanting to have my own air operator uh, with scheduled regional flights. And as I started understanding the marketplace and understanding what the what the need was in the marketplace and what the void was in the marketplace, I quickly adapted to that um, environment and said, "Hey, this is really how the platform should look like. These are really the." the folks that we need to cater to and let's build a business around that. So that's, you know, I think it's always a business that create opportunities for you to, uh, to leverage.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for sharing those. I I completely agree. And well, you've shared some makes here, but is there another make that, that stands out that you'd want to share?
1: Wow. Uh, (laughs) I I think I've covered quite a bit, but, uh, you know, look, what we are today and the platform that we have today, I think is a make um based on um where you know how we started and so you know it, being a a global marketplace within the next year, I think is a huge make, given where where we started just two and a half years ago so it's uh you know i I guess I would leave it at that,
0: yeah. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Uh, by the way, I think that it's it's amazing with what what you've done and are, are on track to be doing over the coming years here. And what about a multiplier? We get a really diverse range of responses from this question. Uh, has there been a multiplier you've used in, in helping you grow personally, professionally, or any of your companies?
1: My ch- the challenges. The challenges that I've been presented... Uh, it just get me even more excited about the opportunity. And sometimes challenges that get into people's way oftentimes bring them down. Well, they make me stronger. And if you're able to take that challenge and turn it into a success and overcome those challenges, I think uh, that that's part of what really makes the difference between being successful and really making it.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting. So these challenges, you know, are are adding actually energy or fuel uh to uh keep keep progressing and moving forward and growing and developing. I, I, I love that.
1: Absolutely. For me at least.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, and and Mark, the final question we ask every guest here is what does success mean to you?
1: Success. Uh well, I guess success can be broken down into different, uh, different areas, but, uh, you know, first and foremost, it's family, uh, being able to be part of a beautiful family and having a beautiful family. That to me is, is a big success or the most success you can have, um, you know, asking me in any specific areas in business, I would leave to success for me, at least, meaning uh, family.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, well. Thank you. Yeah, and and bef- before we conclude here, Mark, I always like to ask if there's anything you are hoping to share or get across, and maybe we haven't had a chance to cover yet.
1: You know, I, I think we've we've done well. I think we've uh, covered a lot here, and you know, I'm, I'm happy to answer any other questions if you you know you're welcome to throw them at me.
0: Yeah, no, no. This this has been great, and well, for someone that that's uh, in the Northeast today, and you know, really anywhere coming up in in um, by the end of first quarter next year, um, what what does this? What's the best way for them to find out about this? Get involved to it, whether they are an operator, whether maybe they're someone that would be a, a customer. How how can they uh, become a part of this?
1: Well, first, they can visit our website at www.fluber.com. And of course, uh, download the app, give it a try and give us your feedback and uh, love to hear from them.
0: Mark, thank you so much again for being a guest on our podcast here. And let's go ahead and jump into today's three key takeaways. So takeaway number one is when Mark talked about a miss and he said, you have to learn how to adapt to the marketplace and pivot. And he said when he started Fluber, he wanted to have his own local regional operator and realize the platform should be built the way it is now. So while he started it with a, a different intention, it has changed and uh, uh, morphed along the way. Takeaway number two is when he talked about the multiplier and that challenges for him Those challenges that he has been presented with in business, those challenges are his multiplier. Without that friction and those challenges and those hardships along the way, he would not have created the businesses that he has over his career. Takeaway number three is... When he talked about there being a season, he saw a need in the marketplace where there was a seasonality with small aircraft, where small aircraft in the north during the winter months would go to the south and uh, in order to keep busy. And so by his offering a service, he's helping solve a problem that exists in the marketplace, which is pretty cool. And now it's time for today's win-win. So today's win-win comes from when Mark was talking about that he has to have your misses in order to identify what model your business really will become. And I thought that was really great. And And so he, he shared several instances and stories about this, but I think it's a great lesson and a great takeaway that sometimes those misses where you're trying something ultimately lead to finding that eventual success so kind of that adage of if you at first you don't succeed try try again sometimes you have a miss and you have to pivot and shift and change along the way and so that's the episode today folks please make sure you subscribe to the podcast and give us a review and remember if you or anyone you know might be ready to franchise their business or take their franchise company to the next level please connect with us at bigskyfranchiseteam.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to having you back next week.